Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yeah, I uh, I am so looking forward to this and having a good time. And yeah, Anar, you brought this Icelandic tradition to our knowledge. Who's gonna say it first? Oh my gosh. Yola Bokla Flood. Yola Bukla Flood. Yola Bukla Flood. Yola Bukla Flood. Also known as Yala Bukla Flood and Jalabaka Flood and a bunch of other ways we've been saying it just for fun. Yeah. I think I received a text message that spelled it uh, Jola Blue Fla Floof. <laughs> That's the best one. Yes. <laughs> sounds right to me. Yeah, I don't think we I don't think we'd make it very far in Iceland. <laughs> so y'all know a little bit about me in that I love Iceland. I love the Icelandic language. When I was like 14 or 15, I was a big fan of Sigur Ross and Björk and like just all of these wonderfully strange Icelandic musicians. Yes. And it was like the early days of the internet at least for me, because I didn't get a computer till I was like in my middle teens. But uh, the Icelandic university used to have like free classes you can take to learn Icelandic as it's a dying language and they wanted it to be accessible. So I've loved Icelandic culture for a long time. The language never stuck. <laughs> but back in 2014, when I was working at Malvern Books and kind of posting on the Instagram regularly. I remember Chandra and I came across this just like poorly made graphic talking about Jola Bokla Flood. And we were like, what is this? Let's make this a tradition. And so it's been a tradition in my household since 2014. And the way that we celebrate it is AJ and I, my husband, give each other a book on New Year's Eve it's usually a brand new book, a new release, and we open it up and read it until we fall asleep. It's wholesome, it's literary, yeah. it's quiet and peaceful, and uh, Christmas Eve has come early for the host team mm -hmm. because we're celebrating this great book flood with each other today. Yeah, I loved that when I was doing my research that Yola Bukaflod means Christmas book flood in Icelandic. Yes. That is so cool. I love that it's like a little bit, sounds a little dangerous. Um. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. It sounds like, you know, just being overwhelmed with books. You know, if I'm going to go, that's the way I'd like to go. <laughs> I wanted to say thought it was cool that it started Yola Book of Flood, the tradition started during World War II when paper was one of the few things that wasn't being rationed in Iceland. Um, and so around Christmas time, books were the easiest commodities to get while everything else was in short supply. And so everyone gave each other books as gifts that year. Um, but I also get the sense, Anar, that Iceland is just a very bookish country. Yeah, it makes sense if it's if it's cold and if it's dark um, a good portion of the year that sitting by a fire and reading a great book would be part of that culture. 
Um, it sounds cozy. Yeah, I, when I read that it started in 1944, I was slightly disappointed. I wanted this to go back to the Vikings or something <laughs> like that. You know, <laughs> yeah, we'd, you know, from the days we'd tell tales around the fire and then go hack people up and stuff like that. <laughs> The poetic Edda and, and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, all those fun things. And, you know, you can imagine. You can, you can imagine <laughs> that it goes back that far. But, but, you know, 1944, it all makes sense. And uh, it's such a wonderful tradition. It's so peaceful and it's so kind of an antidote to the over-commercialization of Christmas. Yes. Of, well, let's get the closest tchotchke I can get for this person because I don't know what to get them, you know, and mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's, it's a nice relief from that. And Iceland is such a small country, but I'm very envious of how tight knit it seems like their literary world is. And so one of the cool facts I found when researching Jalabukaflod is that the book trade sends out a bulletin to every house mm -hmm. in, the, in the middle of November, around that time of year. And these catalogs have all the new books that were published in Iceland that year. And so people can order through the catalog or, you know, at least get an idea of what's out there for their gift giving that year, which I can't even imagine what the equivalent of that would be like. Our country's too big for it, yeah. but yeah. it sounds so cozy and wonderful. You know, it really does. You know, I cheat because I usually don't read new books. I read books that have been around for years and then will eventually come up with them. So I'm up with the new titles. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not really up on what's been published in the last year or something like that. I have books that I love and can still find, mm -hmm. you know, online or in bookstores or something like that. Uh, and those are the kind of books I like to gift, you know, and, and books that really mean something to me that I've experienced and read and have a connection to rather than a, uh, a new title that might have great reviews or something yeah. like that. And it hasn't, the book hasn't mm -hmm. touched me. Mm -hmm. I, I'm sure that we're all going to touch base on the way that we hunted for a book for each other. Yes. And so for our listeners, um, we did a little randomized list online just to like mix our names up. And then we are each going to be giving one another uh, a book today. And so, yeah, it was fun to hunt. Joe, I gifted you a book. It was fun to like to browse the shelves and be curious about how you might enjoy this book. Um, but it's also like you said, it's like you don't just want to give something that doesn't have a connection to to you and to the person you're going to give it mm -hmm. to. Um, and that makes it all that much more special, you know? Yeah. I think translating this tradition, this Icelandic tradition to us in the United States it makes more sense because our publishing world is so massive and there's mm -hmm. so many new books every year. And Joe, you have a bookstore and, and it's still hard to keep up with everything yeah. that just got published in 2021. So it does make more sense for us to um, take it outside of the new books and, and into the more personalized books that mean something to us. And if I could mention, this is 
also a very special time, not just Christmas for Anar and Claire and me, because we are all <laughs> giving each other birthday presents because we're all born in December. I'm on That's the 16th, right. Claire is on the 17th, and Anar is on the 30th. So she sneaks out of the Sagittarius mm -hmm. ring, but you know her Capricorn <laughs> keeps us keeps us sane. <laughs> so, in case you were wondering how such a small team gets so much done, we are driven by Sagittarius and Capricorn <laughs> fire and Earth, um, and that is just how we pack it in and you know do it passionately and do it well. But yes. Happy birthday. Happy holidays. Yes. Happy birthday to us. It is so fun to have all our birthdays around the same time of year because then we it have is. an excuse to have one big party. Although it seems like we're breaking it up into a bunch of little parties this year, which is also fun. <laughs> it's the best time of year. Yes. Okay. Who's going to go first? Anar can open first. <laughs> and so Claire gifted Anar, right? Yes. Yes. So this one's for me. So, oh my gosh, where to start? So Claire knows me and my literary taste probably better than anyone else right now um, because all we do is talk about books all of the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, with a book, you can't do the usual shake the box to figure mm -hmm. out what it is. <laughs> but you can, like, you know, just be like, this is either a novella or a book of poetry I sense French flaps, <laughs> so I know it's quite fancy. <laughs> French flaps. Could be an old host <laughs> publications book. We used to do French flaps. That would be hilarious. And here's some ASMR of me opening my book. Oh, yes, for sure. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Morgan Parker. Other yes. people's comfort keeps me up at night. Um, first of all, accurate title. It's <laughs> great. And this is the new it's the new edition. Yep. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So it's not a new book, but it wasn't published for the first time this year, but it was re-released with a new cover. Wow, this is beautiful. And when did this come in? I'm at the bookstore mm -hmm. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I was hoping you hadn't noticed it yet. <laughs> I was there all day yesterday and I didn't notice it. Wow. But also, note who has written the introduction for the new book. Introduced by Dennis Smith. Wow. Uh, that has to be a brilliant introduction, too. Yes. We love Morgan Parker. We talked about her poems on our Black History Month episode where we talked about 200 Years of Struggle and Song, the anthology edited by Kevin Young. And I wasn't sure what books of hers, if any, you had. So I thought this was a safe bet since it just came out. Yeah. The the only other Morgan Parker book that I have at home is um, There Are More Beautiful Things Than Beyonce. Um, and mm -hmm. I read that a few years ago. And yeah, behind. Um, thank you, Claire. You're so welcome. Okay, so I gifted Claire, and uh, I don't know. Just this book, this book is something that I've known for a while, and I just thought I'll tell you. I was, I'll tell you what I didn't give you. Uh huh. I didn't give you the new Olga Turgashev book. 
And I honestly was thinking of doing that, the books of Jacob, but no, I want that. And uh, I didn't want to reorder it. Uh, yeah. And I was also thinking of giving you another Olga Turgashik book, but this just was something that I had that meant a lot to me. And I thought, this is Claire. This is Claire. So I got this for Claire. So I'm going to go ahead and assume that this is not the Italian Christmas tales. I, I also picked this book because it was similar in size to that. So you would think that. <laughs> I really, you got me for a little bit. I did eventually realize this was a little heavier and a little larger than that. But for a minute, I really thought that's what it was. All right, here we go. <laughs> Whoa, ah, Joe. Touch Me Not, a most rare compendium of the whole magical art. <gasps> the witch book. It's the witch book. Yeah, I, I ordered that from Fulger Press when we got the, oh my God. When we got the Leonora Carrington books. And it's actually a facsimile, a, a copy of the <sighs> entire manuscript. Uh, which is in Old High German or something like that. Oh, but Joe. of every page of the manuscript, you know, spells and all kinds of things like that and illustrations that is from the, I'm not sure what period, but sometimes Renaissance or earlier. And then with a translation in the back. Oh, it's, wow. a, it's, it's a really beautiful, fun book. And I just wow. thought this is, you know, something that Claire would... It's perfect. Oh, uh, Claire is the ultimate witch to gift this book to. So, wow. Thank you, Joe. Wow. I love it. I'm glad. Yeah, I thought it'd be a fun book for you to have. You know, it's it's literary, it's it's witchy, and it's also a a very interesting kind of art book. Ah, the way it's made. So, thought it'd be a lot. We love Fulger Press. Yeah, we do love Fulger Press. Yeah. Kind of scary. They can border on a little bit scary to start taking the witchcraft a little seriously, but uh, you, know, you need to st- you need to stay on the fringe of that stuff. But this this book. I, I don't want to give too many spoilers, but there's a lot of great um, body parts. Yes. <laughs> in these illustrations, and I'm really appreciating that. Joe, this is so this is so gorgeous. Thank you so much. I'm glad you like it, Claire. So I have this beautifully wrapped present from Anar, and I will say the cliche thing, oh, it's so beautiful, I can't unwrap it. I make up in wrapping paper for what is inside, but um, no, no, no. I, I got the hardest person, I think, among the three of us. Um, Joe, you, are, you own Malvern Books. You mm-hmm. support literature and small presses by subscribing so you know i have an idea of some of your subscriptions and i'm like you you have this in your house um and then you know i went to a rare book section and i was like i'm pretty sure you've read a lot of these um or there were a million dollars so (laughs) i reeled it back and i was like what am i excited about that I really feel like you would be excited about as well. So that brings us to your gift. Ooh, I'm so excited. There's a little little bit of a 
Christmas tree on the outside. And I, I just sniffed it because it looked like rosemary, but it's not. It's Christmas tree. And Anora's very nice. She has a string wrapped around it, but uh, unlike other people, namely me, she tied a nice bow that can be untied without getting out a box cutter to open the bow. That's after hundreds of host publication books that we wrap. That's true. We tie a lot of bows. I figured. But, but we need the sounds. It's a book. It's yellow. <laughs> it's kind of a mustard yellow look. It has pages. There are a lot of pages. I can't get it open. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. The Echo Tree, the new edition yes. of uh, the Henry Dumas short stories. And uh, I am uh, really, really excited about this. This is something I've seen on the shelf at Malvern. And uh, I have wanted to get, but I haven't. And it <gasps> yeah, has, has an introduction by the fantastic writer John Keane. And Henry Dumas is just somebody I want to investigate. He was an African-American writer who tragically passed away before he was really appreciated. I think the late 60s or early 70s or something like that. And I've wanted to read his work for a long time, so you really hit the nail on the head here in our... Yes. Joe, I know you're busy. I love short stories because you can just pick it up and put it down. Um, but I know you and I have talked about, you know, N.K. Jemison this year. Yeah. You had Octavia Butler as one of the authors that you read for your book club. And in true Sagittarius fashion, I know you and Claire are just so wild <laughs> in terms of like what you love to to read and digest. And um, oh, I also bought myself a oh. copy. <laughs> no wonder. <laughs> No wonder I've been informed that I need to order new copies of Echo Tree at the store. Um, but the back, it says African futurism, gothic romance, ghost story, parable, psychological thriller, inner space oh, fiction. Yes, um, all of that. Henry Dumas's stories form a vivid, expansive portrait of black life in America. And yeah, I knew this was... Once I like came across it again, I was like, oh, this is the only book for you. This great book flood day. <laughs> yes, happy book flood day. <laughs> happy book flood day. I had so much fun when we decided to do this and we only had a, a few days to prepare. Anar and I went on a little book buying adventure around yes. town. And so we went to the rare books room at Half Price Books on North Lamar, thinking that was where we were going to find our treasures. It didn't pan out. And we went to a bookstore neither of us had ever been to before called Black Pearl Books, mm. which is a very tiny Black-owned bookstore nestled in the back of 1000 Villages, the little fair trade gift shop on Burnett. And it was so cool. Um, I want to encourage everybody who hasn't been there to go check them out. It's really tiny, but they have a wonderfully curated selection. They have fiction and poetry and nonfiction and little gifts and children's books. And it was so cool. And when Anar pulled that book off the shelf, it was the aha moment. And she was like, this is the one. Mm. Um so I'm so glad it worked out, and and thank you to Black Pearl Books. Yes. Oh, that's somewhere I've always wanted to go, and I'd heard about it, but I didn't know where it was. And 
it's like you said, it's, you know, in the back corner of fair trade 10,000 villages and uh, gives me an excuse to go over there. They always have great Christmas decorations there in the, uh, in the village yes. store. Well, happy Yola Bookaflod. Yes. <laughs> well done. <laughs> you can move to Iceland tomorrow. <laughs> yes. Well, that was so much fun and so hard to shop for each other, but it was so satisfying. It was, it was. <laughs> you know, when I give books to people I know who appreciate books, it's, it's really hard. You know, when I give mm -hmm. books to people I know who don't generally read too much or something like that, it's a little bit easier because you're introducing them to a new world and you can be a little bit more general, but, you know, Somebody who reads like Claire or Nar, it's, it's, you know, you want to get something special. I do think that in addition to wanting to find the perfect book for that right person this time around, for us, the challenge was, do they already have this book? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's um, always, so always I'm tough. proud of all three of us for somehow managing to get each other books we don't already have. Yes, congratulations all around there. <laughs> Oh, this is so fun, y'all. Happy holidays. Yes, yes. More hot chocolate, more books. Oh. You know, it can't get Yes. It can't get better than this. And thank you so much for a wonderful year with host publications Yay. and uh looking forward to a lot more. Yes, me too. Yay.